It's Friday, January 19th, 2024. Welcome to episode 86 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, rain in the forecast for the next few days. The City Council looks to clarify Alameda Point usage and approves a final design for the new swim center. Count on the Post to keep you informed this election season. Not too early to start thinking about your taxes. Your morning ferry ride just added a new, um, perk. Our walking history tours have been scheduled for 2024, and you can't spell pinball without IPA. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, rainy season definitely upon us. According to multiple forecasts, we're in for a string of wet days, more or less through the weekend and lasting perhaps into Wednesday or Thursday. A series of storms expected to bring an inch to three inches before we're done. The city has been filling sandbags, and as usual, the self-serve sandbag station is located behind City Hall West on West Midway at Lexington, out on Alameda Point. You can find current weather conditions measured here on the island, as well as a seven-day forecast at alamedapost.com weather. Back in episode 75 in October, you may recall that the city council voted to reject Science Corporation as a lease tenant for Building 11 at Alameda Point. The main concern was that company's use of animal testing. At the time, a motion passed to revisit the topic in a study session. That session was held at this Tuesday's meeting. City staff sought guidance from the council on the city's priorities for Alameda Point reuse area properties over the next 18 to 24 months, including buildings 11, 24, 41, and 92, as well as the developable property near building 92. Mayor Marilyn Ezzie Ashcraft wanted to emphasize pursuing employers who create substantial jobs from entry-level up to doctorate-level research and development, noting that a mandate for naval base reuse was to backfill the 18,000 jobs lost when the base closed. Vice Mayor Tony Desog suggested considering public right-of-way easements to conserve views and recommended delineating areas where the council should always have input regarding prospective tenants. Councilmember Trish Herrera-Spencer said she supported selling buildings because she doesn't feel the city should be a landlord. However, she doesn't feel the city is ready to sell because zoning needs to be tightened to protect view corridors, historical integrity, and usage mix. Councilmember Malia Vela also supported tightening zoning before selling, particularly to prevent unsightly storage. She expressed concern about selling in the current financial climate when high interest rates could prevent the best prices from being obtained. Councilmember Tracy Jensen expressed concern about PFAS contamination at Building 41. The city is having ongoing discussions with the Navy to resolve this. The staff will now consider the council's input as they and the city's real estate broker continue to seek Alameda Point tenants. All transactions will continue to return to the council for a final decision. In a related note, the council voted 3-2 to two to direct city staff to draft an ordinance prohibiting animal testing and experimentation on property owned or controlled by the city. The no votes were cast by Mayor Ashcraft and Councilmember Jensen. In other business, the council unanimously approved the final design by Alameda Unified School District for the Emma Hood Swim Center at Alameda High School. The design that was approved is effectively the same as was reported back in Episode 76. AUSD and the city will split the cost of the project with a cap of $7.5 million per agency. Finally, the council unanimously authorized a five-year agreement with the Alameda Museum for the collection, preservation, and exhibition of Alameda's historical artifacts and documents. For a full look at the meeting, including a detailed description of the Swim Center project, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. There's a lot of raw data that comes our way on a daily basis, and with local news sources dwindling, it can be difficult to keep up with candidates and issues that directly affect you on a local level. 
We are once again providing you with a one-stop resource for the 2024 election season. We will be focused on state, county, district, and city races and ballot measures that directly affect Alameda residents. You can find this resource at alamedapost.com slash alameda-election-2024. There, you will also find an article from our publisher, Adam Gillett, outlining the Post's commitment to keeping you informed. As before, we will neither support nor oppose any candidate or measure that is being voted upon by the public. Another service from the Post that we've added recently, as you spend time at alamedapost.com, you might have noticed a new addition. At the bottom of our articles, you will find a section called KQED Curated Content. We've partnered with KQED to provide you access to stories that go beyond Alameda from sources like KQED and CalMatters. Clicking on one of the stories will open up an interface where you can view multiple articles of interest to Californians. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Time to start thinking about your taxes. The California Franchise Tax Board has already begun accepting state returns and is providing information on subjects such as tax credits and disaster relief. There is a wealth of assistance available online. Last year, you may remember the deadlines were extended due to various natural disasters, but this year the schedule is back on track. For a detailed look, including links to online resources, see alamedapost.com news. If you're a morning ferry rider, your daily trip just got a nice little bonus. For all weekday morning commuters, there's now free coffee on board. The San Francisco Bay Ferry is encouraging riders to pay it forward by donating to one of the local area food banks. On board the ships by the coffee stations, you'll find a QR code for donations. You can also find donation links in our article at alamedapost.com news. Last November, Dennis Evanoski and Adam Gillett closed out the season for our popular walking history tours. Mark your calendars as the tours return on February 15th. We've scheduled 15 different tours running from mid-February until mid-September. Among the topics, the business districts of Park and Webster Streets, the original town of Alameda, South Shore, Bay Farm, Grand Street, and the former Naval Air Station. Each tour will be conducted twice, once on Saturday, once on Sunday, although the Park and Webster tours will be on consecutive Sundays only due to the high foot traffic volume on those streets on Saturdays. We've added a couple of new twists this year. On Thursdays before each tour, Dennis will present a one-hour lecture via Zoom. Each ticket holder will receive a link to the presentation. The talk is optional, but will provide added context to the upcoming tour. For those who want to catch every tour and save a little money, we're offering a season ticket now through February 15th. Sign up for all 15 tours, and you'll pay $250, representing a savings of $50 over individual purchase. With a standard ticket being $20, that's like getting two and a half tours for free. And hey, with the tours resuming on February 15th, it's a great Valentine's Day gift. For a look at the entire tour schedule, plus a link to get your season tickets, head on over to alamedapost.com tours. We usually spend most of our time on the postcast in the news section, but let's take a moment and head over to alamedapost.com features for a couple of useful and tasty articles. With a cold snap and old buildings, that's a recipe for high-energy bills. There are steps you can take to reduce consumption and save money without resorting to expensive refits. Joyce Mercado explains a few low-cost changes that will more than earn back their cost. Things like weather stripping, smart thermostats, and changing your furnace filters regularly. After you've made those changes, head to the kitchen, get ready to make some great food. Our own Gil Michaels has done his level best to recreate Lola's pan-fried chicken. From the restaurant at Oak Street and Alameda Avenue, that restaurant closed its doors back in 1972, but Gil spent a couple of years perfecting that southern fried goodness. I haven't tried Gil's recipe yet, but at a glance, my time living in Georgia tells me it's the real deal.
One last stop in features, Gene Kahane has submitted another review. This time he's reviewing the month of January. The verdict, uneven and not what it once was. Again, these stories and others at alanitapost.com features. Wanted to take a moment, give a couple of shout-outs to Alameda High School. First up, congratulations to the wrestling team. There was no wrestling at AHS for 40 years. Last year, the program restarted. This year, they won their first dual meet at San Lorenzo. It's coming Wednesday the 24th. They'll be hosting a dual meet at AHS Gym. Big moment for the AHS Jazz Band on Monday the 29th. They'll be playing at Yoshi's in Oakland. Pretty cool to be taking the stage at that storied venue. Don't forget, our events calendar is here for you and your organization or business. Taking a look at what's going on now. Saturday, Farmer's Market from 9 until 1 at Haight and Webster. From 10 until 11, Volunteer Community Cleanup at Gene Sweeney Park. Speaking of parks, 11.30 to 12.30 on Saturday, the latest DePave Park Community Workshop will be held at Bayport Park Recreation Center. On Sunday, Supper and Support at the Alameda Public Library from 1 until 3. And on Monday, Alameda Sings invites you to bring a friend and sing along at their open house that starts the spring season, Nastic Senior Center, 7 to 9. More events at alamedapost.com events. This week's hidden gem, two of my favorite topics have now come together out on Alameda Point. Almanac Brewing and the Pacific Pinball Museum have teamed up. The museum has hundreds of games in their warehouse that don't fit in the Webster Street storefront. Some of those games are at Almanac now. The current lineup ranges from 1989's Bad Cats to the recent machine celebrating Canadian rockers Rush. And yes, there's cup holders on the legs so you don't spill your beer. Don't forget, join us as a member, alamedapost.com slash memberships. Also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Apple News. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 87 of the Alameda Postcast. <laughs>